Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Mosby. So by now you have heard that the um, Carlisha Hood and Jeremy Brown story out of Chicago, Illinois has been resolved. Um, If you're not aware, there is a mother, she's a security guard, I believe, in real life, On Father's Day, June 18th, her and her son went to Maxwell Street Polish, which is just like a hot dog spot. And in this hot dog spot, they decided to go get something to eat. While in line, Carlisha um, is approached by an individual. His name is Jeremy Brown. Um, There was, I guess, some issues dealing with either Carlisha standing in line or him wanting to hurry up and get his food. I'm not sure the backstory because we still haven't got the backstory, but a video went viral where Carlisha and Jeremy Brown were in a heated discussion. It looked like he was more of the aggressor in the situation. He balled up his fist and then he proceeded to keep keep telling her on my grandma, you need to move back on my grandma. You need to move back or something like that. Um, and at the same time, she was telling her 14 year old son to please get in the car. Now, a lot of people, when this video went viral, a lot of people were kind of trying to allege that Carlisha, um, was telling her son to get the gun to shoot the man. Now, yes, she's a card-carrying, concealed, licensed weapon owner, which she has the right to do. Um, She had a gun in the car, and unfortunately, her son, after seeing his mother being hit three or four times by this individual, this strange man that they, they don't know, just literally standing in line, he went up to this 32 year old man and shot him. And the incident is bad, it's bad. Nobody wins here. And I hate reporting on this type of stuff. Now, when I first heard the news here in the Chicagoland area, it sounded like the news people just want to incite individuals. They did not tell the truth because a lot of what they originally asserted came from a witness connected with Jeremy Brown, his girlfriend. And she basically said what she thought um, could create some, some drama, I think, and, you know, I could be wrong, but because of the witness statements, basically asserting that Carlisha was the aggressor in the situation, the Chicago Police Department threw her in jail for five days, threw her son, 14-year-old son, in jail. He's an honor student, threw them both in jail. And so at the end of the day, um, there were witnesses in this incident that took video. And one of those witnesses is a young lady. I think her name is Rashida. She ended up, um, I saw her on a live stream um, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. But anyway she told her truth and sent that video to the authorities and the authorities reviewed the tape and they saw the aggressor in this incident was the deceased, Mr. Jeremy Brown. It's a sad situation. It's a sad situation because we still don't know what precipitated 
the aggressive behavior on his part. And I know a lot, a lot of conversation has been going on. People talking about, well, she could have, you know, fall back. And now we could say what we would do if we were in the, in the situation, but we don't know what we're going to do in the situation. Right. We really, really don't know. So I am glad that Carlisha has been released. Her 14 year, uh, 14 year old son has been relieved. Chicago PD dropped all charges, but now there's probably going to be some other charges against her because a, 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 a loss of life. Um, Jeremy Brown was 32 years old. He was a father of two. Um, it's a sad situation. And like I said, nobody wins because now a 14 year old child who was innocent now is not, you know, thrust into social media, people probably inboxing him or his relatives, acting crazy, gang members uh, threatening the family, and all this type of stuff is happening. But I want to talk about some good stuff. Nicki Minaj, rapper, is offering Carlisha Hood's 14-year-old son assistance for college. And that's a, a, a beautiful thing. Now, I'm not a fan of Nicki because uh, I don't listen to her, her type of rap. But I really love that she's she's basically calling him a hero for protecting his mother. Um, she says, if he wants to go to college, I love to help. If it's what any son should have done for their mother, she raised a dope kid and should be proud. There have been a lot of people talking about, you know, this young man shouldn't have had to step up and be a man in a situation. I want to tell you, it is really, really disappointing when I see men in, in the video, you see people are in the line and some of those people are basically individuals who were trying to get their food and nobody intervened during the situation. In fact, you had people either inciting the violence or individuals ob observing the violence and saying nothing and doing nothing. There are no 911 calls in this situation at all. You know why? Because nobody called. When they saw how aggressive Mr. Brown was with a balled up fist towards a woman who's unarmed at the time and just standing there in line trying to get some hot dogs and french fries, I guess people said, well, I'm not going to say anything. A lot of men that were there could have stepped up, but they did not. I do realize this is at 11 o'clock at night. People are, you know... Like, well, he acting like that, that's her problem. And that's, for me, that's the problem in, in society. If you see something, say something, do something. But a lot of times people are afraid because they don't know, or they have concerns about their own safety. So they're like, I'm not going to get involved in this. At the end of the day, this is not a, a, a happy case. While I'm relieved that the woman got released because she has no background, her son has no background. I'm sorry that the young man saw that tr that traumatic situation and got concerned and he protected his mom. And I don't think it's productive in our in our culture, African American culture to be trying to, you know, say that this woman didn't raise a good kid after Chicago cops falsely arrested this mom and son, it makes us question law enforcement. When it's a law enforcement involved shooting, they don't they don't even get arrested. 
they arrested her with the quickness after she after she left the scene she went and turned herself in because it was like a huge case and when she turned herself in they they give gave her the clink clink they, they didn't say well this is just a, a exploratory conversation we're gonna let you go when when cops are in trouble we've seen them all over america in different cases they basically get a pass and they don't get arrested and unless unless there's a push for them to be arrested but anyway that's the case right now i'm, I'm hoping and 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 sending love and light to all families involved is it this including jeremy brown's family his two daughters who now have to be raised without him nobody is a clear winner but when it comes to self-defense it seems like when it comes to black women and self-defense things are rooted in racism and sexism people are quick to say well she's she shouldn't have have um done this or if if she had a gun Who's to say that this man that was balling his fist, hitting her three or four times, um, would not have gone to his car and got a gun and shot her? We do not know. What we do know is he was quite aggressive. And what we do know is other people sitting around, standing in line, either ran or, and nobody called 911. So, you know, it's easy to say what you would do if you were in a situation um you know i want to highlight also that an ijike um down in florida the mother that got shot through the door her her um the lady that um shot her is not even getting murder charges and we still don't know what's going to happen with uh ralph uh yarl's uh shooter at all this is a young man who went into um uh, he went to the wrong house, B young black male. He was 16 at the time of the shooting. He's 17 now. Um, the man told him never to come there again and then shot him twice. Just craziness going on out here. Uh, this young man has been survived, is surviving. Um, but Andrew Lester, we don't know what's going to happen to him. They're probably going to be lenient in that case because this man is in his 80s and they're probably going to be lenient. So we don't know what's going to happen there. But that's all I got to say about these incidents. These violent incidents will continue to occur in America. It shows us that people are not able, for whatever reason, they're not able, willing to deal with conflict in a way i had a long conversation with a family member and we were both spirited about this situation i have to agree that i feel like both individuals if they had done things differently with the conflict like i'm i'm a person who's non i'm i'm not going to argue with you if somebody's hollering at me like that in public, I'm probably just going to turn away and walk away. But even then, some of these people won't be satisfied. Some of these individuals that are unhinged in our society that have mental health issues or other life issues, maybe they're just a mean person. I don't know what the man's situation was. Was he on drugs? Was he high that night? Was he mad? Or was he feeling dis, um, disrespected because a woman's no is standing there and saying hey i'm gonna stand here until i get my food and in the line it's always some little situation where people argue i've seen so many spats 
in the line at the post office, in the line and, uh, uh, you know, somewhere, you know, trying to get into a concert. Conflict resolution skills are important. Active listening skills are important and observing skills are important. We have to do better. I mean, you, we're going to continue to see things like this because we have more and more people being stressed in our society and more people, and that's not an excuse, but more and more people not dealing with the reality of situations, not taking care of themselves and not being, not treating themselves well. If you can't treat yourself well, how can you treat anybody else well? Anyway, uh, with that being said, I hope that this family relocates outside of Chicago. They got a long road ahead. I believe there's a GoFundMe for that family. And also I saw some kind of GoFundMe for Jeremy Brown's family as well. Um, I'm not here to say, you know, if he was right, if she was wrong, but just speaking the facts. Until then, guys, try to have a good week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.